Okay, uh, I have pressed record when I didn't mean to, so we are going. We're going. <laughs> So welcome back to the Oral Health Podcast and now looking forwards, um, we are going to discuss technology within dentistry. Can I can I just giggle at that because you did just like was a technophobe and press the record button when you didn't mean to. Yeah. Quite ironic. Well, you know, I am considered quite techno, tech literate and I don't think I really am. Just my family say I am because I know what HDMI cable is. It's like that's the bar. I know what one of those is and you know that I'm the biggest technophobe (laughs) in the world (laughs) but you know we to look forwards sometimes you have to look backwards so today I've got a really fun um episode planned or I thought it was fun maybe you won't (laughs) because uh that's tend to be how it goes but um it's quite interesting to look back at how far things have come definitely when we think about dentistry especially back in the day it's not a pretty picture I would say mostly yeah it was a different picture I mean even when I started in dentistry it's very different to how it is now yeah and I'm sure a lot of people in dentistry now will agree with me we yeah it was it was pretty different um but going back centuries Mm -hmm. it was even more yeah um and you know through the ages we've learnt things from archaeologists finding you know um like toothpaste and you know very very simple brushes and that kind of thing and you know using ingredients like bones and eggs and very abrasive things to clean their teeth with um but you know maybe they used a rag or something in those days because I don't think they found any toothbrushes of that era mm-hmm. they came later yeah so. if you go right the way back to like ancient rome ancient egypt yeah it's very rudimentary as you'd kind of expect but, but it's funny isn't it that they realized that these things in our mouths needed to be cleaned yeah and that that for me is like whoa they understood personal hygiene that far back and realized that the teeth were part of that which some people don't realise that now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think that's pretty forward thinking. Yeah. So it was really good. So, you know, I suppose most people's first brush with dentistry, you know, centuries ago was when they got toothache, maybe. Yeah. And then they had to find somebody who would take it out. Now, I don't know who found that they could get these teeth out of people's mouths, but, you know... They pretty much used to go anywhere, didn't they? I think it was barbers. Barbers, and... jewellers, apothecaries. <laughs> people used to go and find someone to oh, do I've a little side job. Blacksmith. Well, that one makes sense to me. Not if you've seen a horse being shod. It's like very... That would seem quite horse barbaric. Being shot? Why would shod. I... What does that mean? Having shoes on. Oh. Why don't you just say that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you've ever seen a horse be shot, you know you don't go to a blacksmith. <laughs> no, shod. Good grief. <laughs> but they've got all the tools. So I guess if you were thinking like, oh, yeah. this thing in my mouth hurts, get rid of it. It was like a... Maybe, like, got the maybe. Tools to yank it out. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, again, that's filling me with horror, seeing what they... How they trim a horse's hoofs with great big rasps and yeah 
okay my mind's not going to go there <laughs> but uh, yes we're kind of uh, looking at um, lots of different people wig makers hmm that's an unusual one to that is to. an unusual one I wonder why you perhaps it's because your head's quite near your mouth maybe maybe it was like a <laughs> this is this is going to be very much a oh look at that that's weird why did they do that episode of the podcast which I think it play. is yeah but actually maybe that is because it was like an upper class thing to go to get a wig made you know back mm. in like well I imagine people with decayed teeth were probably the upper classes because they could afford the good stuff they could yeah. afford the sugar um, I mean Queen Elizabeth I notoriously had very bad teeth because she sucked on sugar cane mm-hmm. and I believe they made her some dentures out of wood oh I didn't know that yeah. she used to clean her teeth with um, a rag and a toothpick like she'd uh, okay. a, she'd wrap a uh, a rag around a toothpick and use that to clean didn't it. work then <laughs> well apparently not <laughs> no no I, I i whether i've plucked that from the air and it's not real but i'm sure that um history shows that she had a set of wooden dentures mm-hmm. which must have been quite heavy it depends what wood they're made of really yeah i suppose but yeah they're long wearing i suppose and they're tough enough to choose shove but hmm. yeah. But before we had like dentists, like as a known profession, there was tooth pullers, and that was the people you went to to yank the, the horrible yeah. stuff out. I mean, I think they the they used to go to the clergy. They used to go to vicars, but then they were banned from um, shedding blood. They weren't allowed to yeah. hurt anybody, so they were banned. So then they had these to- tooth drawers, which. Doesn't roll off the coat. Tooth tuck. drawer. Dentist Tooth, is better. D- yeah, dentist is better. <laughs> yeah, it's obviously from the Latin. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, I, I don't know whether they had to. There was obviously no qualifications going on here and no training. <laughs> no. But you know, they they merged with surgeons in fifteen forty. So I think they were they were seeing these tooth drawers as as being a profession. Yeah. Because they merged with with surgeons. So. You know, the surgeons carried out extractions as well. I mean, we had no drilling and filling at those days. Mm -hmm. You know, if you had a tooth that hurt because it was decayed, it was taken out. And I would have... I don't know about gum disease, but it was probably... You lost your tooth, your teeth through decay before you could get gum disease. Probably, And when you look at their lifespan was pretty low. Mm -hmm. I mean, I doubt anybody lived in those days of much past their 40s, really. No, I think that was pretty unheard of. Yeah, so I think they probably hadn't had time to get gum disease. Um, But yes, I mean, we're moving moving forward. Um, You know, they they used to think that dental decay was caused by a worm Mm -hmm. inside the tooth. So it was a, a worm that was eating... The, the tooth away which is quite bizarre I don't know how they would have seen the only thing wind. I can think and I think I said we discussed it a little bit a few weeks ago but maybe the food had pests in and they thought it oh, was gosh. hanging around I'm like, really glad it's like not near lunchtime Sophie because that is disgusting <laughs> oh but that, that's the only thing about. I can really think well, of. I think it probably was. But, you know, they're clutching at straws, aren't they, really? Yeah. Because, you know, everything was... They didn't know about anything, really. Mm. I mean, anything that was happening to the body and um, infections and diseases and whatever. But, um, I mean, it, it's interesting to see that in 1728, 
a first the first brace the first orthodontic treatment um mm-hmm. was being carried out so i mean that is really quite quite forward thinking yeah. um and uh, pierre fourchard um he is widely regarded as the father of modern dentistry awesome. because he is the guy that came up with using wires and silk threads to widen an arch which wouldn't have been an aesthetic um, mm-hmm. treatment that would have been to give somebody um, a bite so that their teeth oh, came together okay. correctly so he was obviously widening the upper arch because if the upper teeth are very, is the, like very very narrow they wouldn't meet the lower teeth so he expanded it so that they got a better bite that's so awesome. yeah I mean that's a long time ago yeah. a long time ago <laughs> um, I mean and, and then fillings came in so you didn't have to lose your teeth if you've got a hole in it, you know. I mean, we the, we can see through history that um, dental amalgam, the silver filling material, was used in China in 600 AD, which was way before. Yes, so long ago. But it, it wasn't as, it wasn't like the amalgam that we use today. I mean, that was refined sort of at 1830-ish mm. um, going forward. And, and it is still a material that is used now. A lot of people don't like it because aesthetically it doesn't look so good so they would choose to have a white filling um it's not used for certain people so pregnant women children um under 15 in in permanent teeth because it is it is being phased out and that's not to do with a dental reason or any health uh reasons it's an environmental thing so stopping the the mercury in the amalgam getting into the the environment but um I mean, it's it's irrelevant to tell you, you know, all the ins and outs and and how it is filtered in the surgery to stop it going in there. But they have amalgam separators um, which stop that. So um, although the amalgam is being phased out, it is still a very, very good material. It's inexpensive, it's hard wearing and it does the job. So, you know, that hasn't changed since 1830. So when we think of like technology and dental things changing, that's still the same, Mm -hmm. which is pretty good. That's pretty good for something not to have gone along. Um, And when we think about dental drills, they have changed as well. I mean, it used to be that they're quite slow. So the slower it goes, the more painful it is, really. What you want is it to go really, really quick and to cut that cavity really quickly. However, that makes the drill bit really, really hot. So that's why there's water sprayed on it. So these drills were being developed in sort of the 1950s. So we have a big jump from 1830 when we got the amalgam Mm -hmm. to actually getting drills that were more comfortable to use. And when we haven't got any um, evidence of local anaesthetics, I'm imagining that these extractions that have been going on before we're talking about now... We're all done without anaesthetics. Which makes sense when you think that the old-timey dentist is the painful yeah. horror yeah. scenario. Yeah. And it's we're lucky we've got numbing agents Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, dentistry these days is, is painless. Um, you still hear the noises and you still kind of go, oh, is that going to hurt me? But no, the, the anaesthetics are great. So, I mean, I haven't got any um, data on when 
we started regularly using um, local anaesthetics. But I imagine it would have been around the time that surgeons <laughs> were using anaesthetics so yeah. that they could do it. So, you know, the the, the dental drill, it was... It was Changed the yeah, it changed the the life of patients as well as dentists. Uh, made it more comfortable, made it, the treatment quicker, mm-hmm. and those drills are still used today. So, you know, we're we're now moving ahead to um, digital age, and things in dentistry are very very different. I mean, everything you know is computerized. Your appointment book your treatments, your patients' records, um, your x-rays are digital. Um, I mean, when I first started, you know, you've got the x-ray film and you had to go in the dark room and you had to put it in the <laughs> developer, then you had to get it in the fixer and it was uh, laborious. Now it takes about two minutes. To well, just... it will come up straight away. Yeah. And a dentist say to you, can you go and, get, go and develop that x-ray now? And you'd think, oh, God, I've got to go and do all that for one x-ray. <laughs> And you'd have your hands in this glove thing and then you have to take it apart and you're in the pitch black and there's a funny little light. Oh, it's like any dark room, I suppose. But uh, yes, it was a pain. Um, And it smelt horrible as well. It does, it stinks, the chemicals. Yeah, it was horrible. So, you know, slightly more mature dental nurses will remember doing that. (laughs) Um, But yes, when you look at things that dentists have now at their disposal, loops... You know, where they wear um, very, very magnifying loops over their protective goggles and they can really see, you know, the lighting is much better. We have materials that um, used to be three stages, now are one stage. Um, You know, they set with a light, um, you know, self-curing things. There is so much more now that we can do. We can have a crown made on the day in the surgery so you don't have to go away with a temporary it's everything is moving on really um you know we think quickly but it's not that quickly it seems quickly to us but it's you know there are there are so many things now we've got apps on phones Mm -hmm. to encourage us to brush we've got systems where recalls are sent out to patients appointment reminders it's really endless and it's kind of it's not until you kind of look back and you see where technology has gone and it's in every part I mean it's in every part of everybody's lives but in dentistry it I have to say I mean it a computer's okay until it goes down and then if you've got your appointments on a computer you have no idea who's coming in that is a bit of a downside but Mm -hmm. you know generally brilliant yeah it's it's amazing and we're seeing as well more teledentistry and yes. that is only possible because of the leaps that have been made with yeah. now internet being very accessible and phones being very accessible. And and I think sometimes the internet is more accessible than people travelling yeah. in sort of remote areas of the world. Teledentistry is so important and we forget that people in remote areas still get internet which is amazing when you used to think that when it was dial-up. Oh, yeah. Good grief. <laughs> you know, and it would... Uh, yeah. Take about six hours to load yeah. a page. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, everything is is linked to our day-to-day life to make 
our lives easier but you know there are so many things that we do now that we didn't do before the pandemic because when when we were in lockdown um due to covid we used technology that we hadn't really utilized that much before i mean we were on zoom and teams every day yeah every day I mean, me, me and my friends had coffee mornings over Zoom. Yeah, we did too. And it, 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 we wouldn't have thought of doing that. Whereas now, you, you've, we've kept the habits. I mean, so many of us work remotely now, and we never thought we'd be able to work from home. I mean, obviously, it's not a job that a dentist can do from home. That's yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't worked that one out, but yeah. But um, you know, it, it, all of these things are just there to make the patient more comfortable to make everything more accessible to them to make education easier for them and you know it can only help going forwards Mm -hmm. and even you know bringing it back to something really simple like an electric toothbrush yeah totally and and, um but this has been really interesting and i hope you've taken something from it um because i definitely have when i was looking this up so Yeah, we'll be back in a few days and we will speak to you then. 